the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Perfect. Absolutely gorgeous. It's good to be with you here today on this uh, Wednesday. Wednesday before a holiday weekend it has a certain flavor to it, doesn't it? I have plans. Oh, for the 4th? hmm Do they include uh, fireworks? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a firework fan. I mean, it's not like a moral thing. It's just, I mean, they're fine. But I don't I don't have any need for fireworks. Like, you don't want to go see fireworks? No. You don't like fireworks? No. I love fireworks. Do you? Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Really? No, I don't really. I mean, they're fine. They're it's not that fun. I dislike them. Yeah, but you won't go not, seek them out. No, I mean, I went downtown, you know, one time. That was enough. Because <laughs> okay. that was a lot. And it was a fun night to do that. But Pittsburghers love their fireworks. Yeah. Pittsburgh does has a great. Yeah. You know, I would suggest anyone do it one mm-hmm. time. What do you plans for the fourth? Um, you going away? It's my niece's birthday. Oh. So we're going to have a little birthday party for Mads. Weekend celebration or just on the fourth? Just on the fourth. She's born on the fourth of July. No, she's born on the third of July. Because oh, a but Yankee that's Doodle close. dandy. That's not. I mean, it's fine. A Yankee Doodle, do or die. Yeah. A real life nephew of mine. James Cagney. I mean. That, do you know that movie? Fourth of July. No, I don't, but oh. I, clearly I know the song. But you should see him perform that song. Should I? Oh, you should see him perform that song. I mean, it's wild. Yeah, I've never seen that. That's oh, a great movie. It's a really excellent movie. It's black and white. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. You I'm not saying that that's okay. bad. No. I'm just, I wanted to clarify I mean, what era we were talking it's about. It's James, James Cagney in, like, in all his glory. I mean, really. As the song and dance man, because he was a lot of different things. You know, he was a tough guy. I don't have any connection to him. To James Cagney. I don't know who he is. I mean, I know his name, but I don't really... Oh, really? I, I love James Cagney. I mean, I, I read his autobiography. Did you? Yeah, I just loved him. Yeah, really, a really, really interesting guy. I mean, remember, uh, what was the thing? Uh, the, one of the last films he was in was one of those... Uh, uh, never mind. Forget it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But it was one of those. Yeah. Okay, we'll look that up at the break. All right. Maybe. Happy Wednesday, John. Yeah, it's good. Um, I thought about you yesterday. Oh, because, nice. Well, you know what? I've stopped wearing my glasses. Right. My glasses, uh, I have two pairs of glasses, mm-hmm. my like good glasses. My one pair, my my newest pair, which I only got last year, broke. Like they snapped in half. This is lame. And, I'm not, and so I've not been wearing my glasses, which hasn't been a, an issue. That's wonderful. Which made me think of you because you went through this yourself. I did. Has yeah. that changed? Yeah, no, it hasn't. So somewhere around the time I turned forty, um, my glasses were really—I wore contacts. Yeah, my contacts were really bothering me, and I couldn't fit. Not they were irritated. Just I felt like my vision was screwed up. So mm-hmm. I thought clearly something terrible's happened. I need to go get a new prescription. So I went to uh, my uh, ophthalmologist, and he said, "Well, you have twenty-twenty vision," which was ridiculous because I've worn glasses since I was in eighth grade. Yeah. 
he said, this is, this is the stage some people go through between being nearsighted, which I am, to being farsighted, is that they end up in the happy medium for a while before they descend into farsightedness. And I said, okay, so what does that mean? He said, well, it means you don't have to wear glasses or contacts. And I said, what? Because I'd been doing that since I was, what, 12, 13 years old? That's me too. I, I bet you I've been wearing glasses since, often, since I was nine, more often than not. But now I'm like... Like, I drove here today without any glasses. Really? And I'm like, no, I haven't driven at nighttime. Well, here's the thing. I do wear yeah. glasses to drive at night. So, But I have 20-20 vision. I don't, not sure, I'm not saying I have 20-20 vision, but yeah. this is a weird thing going on where you I don't know need what? my glasses. Appreciate it while you have it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't, the, the amount of money I've saved over the last 12 years is amazing. Think, I've never, I haven't, I, I bought like one pair of glass, two pairs of glasses in 12 years just for you know, keeping in the car at night. In 12 years? Uh-huh. Really? Last pair of glasses I bought, um, I was looking at, because I, I, I bought some glasses uh, online, and, which Christy has told me to, you know, go do this. So so my, my eye doctor- So of course we do whatever she says. Well, of course, she's the producer. <laughs> she's the producer. Yeah. Christy would like to chime in there. Mm-hmm. Did you get the Warby Parker? I did. I did Aren't the Warby. Are they lovely? Par- well, they haven't arrived yet, but I did the thing. So, yeah. I, I, you, you hold you your phone up. Hold your phone up. You look at a pair of glasses. They put the glasses on your face. Really? Yeah. Which you kind of go, that oh, looks pretty good. And they, and they say also, you know, measure your face. You should. I, I should wear wide glasses. Okay. Because they have a wide face. Sure. Just want to let you know. <laughs> uh, so you, you get the, and then they're going to send me five frames. Okay. I'm so sorry about the local. I, I don't mean to, because my wife has a local business. I don't want to, you know, exclude that. But this is something new. My last pair of glasses mm-hmm. cost me nine hundred bucks. Nine hundred, and you know, and the thing and they was, broke in half in your yard. Yeah, last exactly. Week. And not because you stepped on them. No, I was cleaning them very gently. And they just cracked in half. Cracked in half. So I mean, the frames are one thing. I didn't spend, but the lenses. And then if, let's put this coating on and this sure, coat, right, scratch right. resistant, UV resistant, right? The thing whatever. for the computer, so all you the, don't get a headache. The when blue you're, light right. thing, uh-huh. all that stuff. Well, I'm going to go like bargain basement Warby Parker because my insurance will. Because they just got these glasses last year, right? And so all of a sudden, I need them anyway. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm with you on that, John. Right. James Cagney and glasses. Yeah. Start the Wednesday yeah, edition of, of the ride home. Chris Kathy, got some new stories? I do. Okay, bring it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. As we always do, yeah, give us the, exactly. uh, the top four, four. I think bring it was fine. Bring it. Bring it. Wednesday, John. June 29th, 2022. Number one. In a surprise address to the U.N. Security Council yesterday, Ukrainian President Zelensky, who previously labeled Russia's strike on a shopping mall in the central city of Kremenchuk a terrorist act, told world leaders that, quote, it is necessary to act immediately and do everything for Russia to stop killing children, people, everyone. We have to hold them accountable for terrorism. Zelensky spoke to diplomats at an emergency council meeting that was called by Ukraine in response to the shopping center missile strike. Officials said 18 are confirmed dead. At least 36 are still missing. And President Zelensky called for the removal of the Russia delegation, suggested the Security Council should, quote, continue 24 hours a day to discuss every terrorist act of the Russian state. The war in Ukraine, John, continues to inflict a heavy civilian toll, according to CBS. Listen to this. Um, as of Sunday, 10,600 and some civilians have been killed. 12 million people have been forced from their homes. 
within Ukraine, over 7.1 million remain displaced by the war. How many? 7.1 displaced by the war and 5.2 million refugees present all across Europe. Wow, wow. Number two. Across this nation that is already in the grips of a rise in violent crime, murders are going unsolved at a historic pace. Mm. A CBS News investigation has found. A review, John, of FBI stats shows that the murder clearance rate has fallen to its lowest point in more than 50 years. Really? Uh Uh-huh. It's a 50-50 coin flip, says Thomas Hargrove, who runs the Murder Accountability Project, which tracks these things nationwide. He said, quote, it's never been this bad. During the last seven months of 2020, most murders went unsolved. Mm. That's never happened before in America. Mm. Number three, R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison this afternoon, marking the first time the R&B singer has officially faced consequences for sexually abusing dozens of young people over the course of decades. He was found guilty in Brooklyn federal court in September on one count of racketeering and eight counts of violating the Mann Act, which is a federal law which addresses sex trafficking. Eleven of the many survivors of his abuse testified during the trial, often through tears. Mm. In a sentencing memorandum released earlier this month, federal prosecutors recommended he be sentenced to more than 25 years. So it looks like that has come to pass. Mm. Jurors reached their verdict, John, after just nine hours of deliberation, finding him guilty on all counts. Mm -hmm. And on a lighter note, number four, you know how I like a weird animal story. Of course. I have a weird human story. Oh. An Idaho man broke a Guinness World Record, John, by walking 3.4 miles while doing what? Balancing a guitar on his chin. <laughs> okay. That's your top four at four. What would make you do that, I wonder? David Rush has broken nearly 250 Guinness World uh-huh. Records to promote STEM education <clears throat> and said cool. it took him an hour and seven minutes to break this record for greatest distance traveled while balancing a guitar on the chin. Really? Mm-hmm. He I'm, walked 13 laps around a track, 3.4 miles before the guitar finally fell. And claimed the record. How long did it take mm-hmm. him? An hour and what? Hour and seven minutes. That's impressive. I mean, I couldn't do that for three minutes. A guitar on your chin? I couldn't do it for three seconds. Rush said he had to, quote, <laughs> fight a light breeze <laughs> during the walk. And afterward found himself so dizzy and sore he had to lie down mm, I bet he for did. a time to recover. Dizzy and sore. His neck thank, probably hurt him. I want to thank UPI for that He's story like sticking today. it up in the Can air. Can you imagine doing that no. for an hour and seven minutes? No. Just, like, he, imagine what? 250 records yeah. he set with yeah. Guinness. Yeah, that, that have something related to uh, STEM education. Very nice. Mm. Excellent. Well, it's good to see someone breaking records, think right? That, is that what you do in Idaho? I think so, okay. right? Just because have you, you can't. I've uh, yeah, I've driven through. I've and not really hung think? out there. Did you go through the little tiny bit to the top, little chimney? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, very quick. How was it? Fine. Well, lots of potatoes, russets. Hey, James Cagney, 1981, Ragtime. 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Are you carrying heavy burdens alone? We have burdens. The Bible says man that is born of woman is full of trouble as the sparks that fly upward. But thank God we don't have to bear our burdens alone. Hear Adrian Rogers' series, How to Weather the Storms of Life, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Are you kidding me? 
Gas prices are up again. Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code TREE for an extra $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code TREE. Use code TREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention Johnny Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Want it done right, call doing it right. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heat, even air, our team has got you covered. Service, installs, and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHBAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Have you ever been, as a kid or as an adult, homesick? You feel homesick? I remember the summer before 10th grade. I was going to band camp for the first time and I'd never been to camp because I hated the idea of camp. And so I, but I had, you know, I had to go to band camp Of course. and I, the night before couldn't eat dinner because I was so sick about it. Knowing that you were going to leave. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Being there was okay. Really? Yeah. I did fine being there, but the night before it was, rough. It was just, it's, you know, that gnawing oh, feeling. The anxious. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. I, I went away to Boy Scout camp and uh, I was probably 11. Okay. I was miserable. The and whole time? The first several days. Don't you and, think uh, camp's overrated? And then I was too embarrassed to say anything to anybody because I was like a Boy Scout. Yeah. Boy Scouts aren't supposed to be homesick. Oh, man. Homesickness. Well, Pastor Josh Brown is back with us. Josh, a regular guest on our show from Belfield Presbyterian Church in the Oakland neighborhood here, and uh, here to talk to us today about being homesick. Hey, Josh, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having me once again. So we've all endured homesickness, Josh, um, but you're thinking about a, kind of a different type of it. Um, why is it on your mind this week? Well, it's on my mind this week for some of the reasons that you guys were uh mentioning there in your intro I, I, both of my sons are at camp this week and 
one of them's having a little bit of a tough time with it, and that's that, that is something that happens. We go through that. I think people experience that in different ways, and he's been having a tough time and checked in with us a few times, and um, it's not to the point where we think it's you know a huge concern. It, it, it's a it's a tough balance, right? We're trying to figure out well. Let's let him see that he can do this. I mean, he, yeah. he can do this. He can handle it. You want to help him have that growing moment, but but it's hard too as a parent when uh, you know we're hearing that he's having a kind of rough time. And so yeah, it, it's tough to figure out how to respond to that. So I've been thinking about that, but it it got me thinking then that there's there's something similar to that that I think the Bible talks about that believers experience uh, in, in simply just having a desire to be where we were meant to be and having a desire to be home, if you will. And there are certainly things in our world that make us realize more acutely than others that, that we're not there just yet. Yeah. So in the Bible, Pastor, in some ways, I mean, not directly, but it does talk about homesickness, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And, and even just to back up and say, what, what do I mean by homesickness? If you look at the, the grand story of Scripture and you see that God created all things, they were good, there was a place that we were meant to be and meant to be in God's presence and enjoy that in all of its fullness, and that was good. God said it was very good. Uh, but that's not the way it is now. We know that sin and death have entered into that story, that that there is not this flourishing that we are meant to experience, enjoying the full beauty and goodness of creation that is untouched by sin. We're not, uh, we don't experience God's presence the way that we were meant to, and yet the good news of the gospel, the heart of Scripture, is what Jesus has come to redeem us, uh, to restore that right relationship with God. He's beginning to bring about that restoring work now, but you do look ahead to the to where it's going in Scripture's promise of a new creation, of a new heavens and a new earth, and a lot of us being with God. So I know you know that. Just that When you look at that quick kind of overall story there, you see that we're, we're in the middle of that, and so we're not... We're not yet where we're going to be, and I think there's an awareness of that, a kind of a longing for that, and Scripture talks about it. Um, one passage, for example, in Ecclesiastes, most people know the beginning of chapter 3, that's that famous section about there being a time for everything under heaven, yeah. a time to be born, a time to die, and people know that uh, section, I think, pretty well. And just a few verses later uh, is where we were told that, uh, that God has made everything beautiful in its time, and He's even put uh, eternity into the hearts of men. It's a little bit of an interesting statement. I think it's referring to the fact that there is this, there's this longing, this desire that we might not even be able to fully identify or describe for, uh, for what is to be, but is not right now. Hmm. That homesickness, at least from my perspective, oftentimes I find myself when I feel this way, getting weary, and. Just not like not like you're tired, but you're just weary of things, and nothing satisfies the weariness in some way. And it's sort of like a malaise, I guess. That's that's an indication, right? That I, for, at least for me, that I I need to draw closer, that I need to close ranks in some way, Pastor. Yeah, I think you're right. And the other, another, there are a few places in Scripture that do talk about this kind of sense, this yearning, this longing. Another one that I think uh, pairs well with that Ecclesiastes passage is when Paul is writing to the Philippians. Uh, and in Philippians 3, he talks about, uh, he says, but, uh, but our citizenship is in, in heaven, and from there we await our Savior. And he talks about Jesus returning. This is uh, Philippians uh, 3, verses 20 and 21. And I think it's that same kind of sense. There's an awareness of that there is a place that we were meant to be, a place that we were created to be, uh, to be in the very presence of God and to experience that. 
Um, it, it's not there now, uh, and, and so we're waiting for it. And that waiting can be hard. Um, like a lot of things that you are eagerly anticipating, the waiting can be a pretty challenging thing, especially if you're faced with a lot of difficulties in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. Josh Brown with us, Belfield Presbyterian Church in Oakland. Uh, Josh, I remember maybe the 10 years before my mom died, she um, would always talk about, well, when I'm at my new address. That's what she would say. I think she got that from Bruce Bickle maybe um, prior to that. But she always, always said, I mean, at least once a day I heard her say that. Really? Um, And we would laugh about it. But she was very serious about it. I mean, she just, like, that was... A given. Yeah, it was a given, and that was her home, and that was what it was. And, you know, it wasn't until she was gone for a while that I really started to appreciate that, because at the time when she would say it, we would all kind of poo-poo it and, you know, blah. But then afterwards, I thought, you know, she had a sense of certainty about where she was going, and she was really fine with it. Yeah. She really was. She was really fine with it. Um, And so what... Talk, when you hear that uh, from your perspective, what does that make you think? Because I know different people, depending on their stat- their state in life, depending on their age, depending on a lot of circumstances, look at death differently. They do. And, I, you know, when you said that, Kathy, I, I got to tell you uh, a very similar story uh, in my own life with this. My, my grandmother died years ago, but before she died, uh, she, in the last few years, she dealt with some dementia and just there were some real challenges that come along with going through Alzheimer's-related type things. And she and my grandfather moved out of their house and into a different apartment. And in the first couple months they were there, she would often say things like, oh, I just I want to go home. I'm ready to go home. And he kept trying, He felt like he kept trying to explain to her, well, we moved. This is where we live now. This is where we are now. And I'll never forget there was a time I was visiting. And, and it was hard. She, didn't always, she wasn't always communicating as well as she needed to. But she said that one time, and you could tell he was a little... I think a little frustrated and saying, this this is where we are now. This is, We moved. This is our new place. And he walked out of the room, and she had this moment of total lucidity and just looked at the rest of us and said, he keeps thinking I'm talking about our old house. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it was this moment we all just went, wow, yeah, okay. Cool. And, yeah. and she knew. She said, she's like, I want to be with Jesus. Mm. And we said, oh, okay, yeah, I think you, you do have a way of looking at that that is, is good. Um, it's healthy, uh, and if we do have, if we have that, if we know who Jesus is, if we know what we have promised in Him, then we are able to look at it that way. And it's that's not a kind of escapism. It's not a way of just, you know, uh, turning over, turning away from everything that is here. But as we are going through this life, it's a reminder that there is a place that we were made to be, a place that's prepared for it. Jesus said that in in John 14. He said, "I'm going to prepare a place for you." Um, and it'll be there, and, and I'll come back, in fact, to bring you to be with me in that place. And that does give a very different perspective uh, on what we're going through yeah. uh, at any time, but especially harder times or sad times or difficult times. It doesn't make them go away. They don't just disappear, but it gives us something that, that we can see beyond those things. Mm, this is not my home. So, Josh, as you joined us, you know, you, you talked about your son, and you said, well, it, it didn't seem to be too serious, his his bout of uh, homesickness. And you thought, well, we'll just leave him alone. It's a, it's a, I think you said something to the effect of it's, it's like a, a growing moment for him, right? So maybe that's good for all of us, as we do feel from time to time, whether it's Cass' mom, myself, your gram. I mean, everybody who gets a little out of sorts or you're looking forward to you know, what is ahead, it is a moment of growth because we'll be with Jesus, and that's the ultimate growth. 
It can be, yeah, for sure. And I'll tell you, it's it's difficult. My wife and it's been challenging. I mean, we've gone back and forth and said, oh, should we go and pick him yeah, up? Should we get him course. early? And I mean, I don't want to traumatize him for the rest of his life about camp. Uh, that's not the goal. Sure. And so we've been checking with his leaders to make sure that he's no, he's okay. He just you know, they, yeah. they've been giving us some good feedback. But you're right. My hope is that when it's done, he could look at it and say, okay, that was hard, but you know, I learned some things about myself. Maybe I. Uh, matured in some ways I didn't expect that I would and and when it was done I I am home now I'm back where I am I know it's going to be the case it's there for me when I get there and I I think that the Bible talks about those kind of things too that when we go through the difficult times it it ultimately can serve to deepen our hope um, because it does draw us closer to Jesus that's good this is not our home Pastor Josh Brown from Belfield Presbyterian Church in the Oakland neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Hey, Josh, uh, always good to talk to you about Belfield. What's going on? Tell us uh, what's what's happening. Yeah, well, uh, o- Oakland gets a lot quieter in the summer when yeah. all the students when all the students <laughs> evacuate and go home. And yeah, they, speaking of going home, yeah, they're they're all home right now from <laughs> Pitt and from Kid Pitt and Carnegie Mellon and Chatham and all the universities we work with. Uh, but it, it's already coming up soon. It's going to be a busing place again when they get back in there, and we're located right in the midst of that. And uh, it, it's a neat place to try to take care for that community and, and reach out to that. Um, but there's, there's, we're still here in the midst of it. We've got a very intergenerational congregation, a lot of folks who are here year-round, and um, still opportunities to worship and serve and reach out to others uh, in the name and for the sake of Jesus. And when do you meet, Josh? Uh, during the summertime, we have one morning service at 10 a.m. and one in the evening at 5 p.m. Fabulous. Well, Josh, thanks an awful lot. Um, always a pleasure to be with you. I hope that uh, whatever's ahead for this week, that uh, the homesickness <laughs> That's right. doesn't take over things in your family life. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure when we pick them up, we'll own like an ice cream cone or something. Yeah, you'll own a lot more than that. <laughs> we'll, we'll all celebrate a little bit, which is probably part of the illustration, too, right? We'll That's all right. Exactly. That's good. Read the side relief. My pleasure, Josh. I'll Thank you. Belfield Presbyterian Bye. Church in Oakland. This is Greg Trzinski. More than 30 years ago, the original Mattress Factory was built on the idea of providing our customers with a high-quality product at a factory-direct price. Today, when we ask our customers how they heard of us, the number one response is that they were referred by a friend or family member. Many shopped here with their parents when they were children and have returned with their own families. We thank you for your continued support and look forward to serving your family for generations to come. OriginalMattress.com Who doesn't love a good deal? What if you could confidently know that you're getting the best deal on a mattress on any given day, not just during one of those today-only sales? At the Original Mattress Factory, we have something better than a sale. A fair, factory-direct price on excellent quality products for everyone, every day. So you can take your time and buy when you're ready. When you're looking for the best mattress at a great value, come to the Original Mattress Factory first. OriginalMattress.com A beautiful day here at All About Golf in Butler where 14-year-old Jimmy and his dad are on the executive nine-hole course. He's been practicing all year at All About Golf's driving range featuring top tracer technology. Is that a Ping G425 driver dad just pulled out of their Ping Hoofer golf bag? (laughs) Yes, and Jimmy's set of new hybrids was chosen with the help of All About Golf's Ping certified club fitter at the Pro Shop. That's up and down for par at All About Golf in Butler. Practice, learn, play at allaboutgolf.com. Imagine tens of thousands of people from all across the city gathering just to pray. That's what's happening for Pittsburgh Praise, Sunday, July 10th. 
believers from across Pittsburgh are uniting for a powerful prayer and worship event because we want to see the goodness of God filling our city and believers working together as one. Visit PittsburghPraise.com to register for free. See you at Heinz Field, July 10th at 2 p.m. for Pittsburgh Praise. Doors open at 1 p.m. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers, consider Christian education. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Clear skies expected for tonight with a low of 59. Tomorrow will be warm with plenty of sunshine. Tomorrow's high, 88. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 65. Friday will be warm and humid with some sunshine. Expect a thunder shower in spots of the morning, followed by a thunderstorm in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 87. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. I'll tell you, the things you read. Uh, I follow a lot of different news sources, and one of them is a, a place called Religion News Service. And uh, today, they have an article uh, about, <laughs> I'm going to say, about Christians and uh, living at a Texas nudist community. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an odd article. It's called Nature's Resort. And uh, the people who own it, they grew up in South Africa. And uh, they're older. And... Um, the Katzes, uh, Misty and uh, Misty and Bill Katz, and they own this place. They do. Mm. Mm-hmm. They've been uh, for as long as Katz has been a nudist. She's also been a Christian, mm. and uh, she says public nudity may seem antithetical to the modesty often promoted by the, the Bible, <laughs> but she says the two go hand in hand. Believe me, uh, believe it or not, we are modest. Modesty doesn't mean that you have to cover everything up. We don't display our wares. We're not adorning various parts of our bodies in a way that's going to attract attention. Um, I don't know how you think that that could be avoided. She says, um, at Nature's Resort, public nudity is not sexual. The initial conception is that this is uh, a sexual thing. People think that we're all out there on the front lawn uh, swapping partners. In fact, if there's any overt sexuality, you see that the, the gate will open real fast and somebody is ushered out. Now, in the article, it goes on, some Christian critics of nudism. Nudism? Nudism. Nudism. (laughs) nudism. (laughs) What did you guys do last night? (laughs) Went to some nudism. Some uh, Christian critics of nudism, including Mary Lohman of the Christian Working Woman, see the lifestyle as an affront to God. On her website's page, the Christian Dress Code. The Christian Dress Code. mm -hmm, Lohman claims, quote, God's dress code from the beginning has been to cover our nakedness. Even still, 
nudism attracts unlikely allies. Some non-denominational, uh, non-denominational hardline conservative clergy accept nudism. Pastor Ron Smith of McKellen's Church of the King vehemently opposes abortion and... Uh, but it promotes nudism? She said, when it comes to nudism, his strident views loosen up. He says, quote, I think it's odd. I think it's strange, but I have no proof it's sinning. We have a retired couple that sit in the front row every Sunday that live at a nudist camp. I believe that they are dedicated believers. Because the Bible doesn't explicitly forbid nudism, he says he cannot condemn those who practice it. I think it's probably true. In fact, he says the Bible condones nudism on several occasions. Adam and Eve were in the garden talking to God every day. They were nude. Okay, that was... A lot has happened since. When David had his big victory in yeah, battle, he, he went dancing way. in the right. streets. Mm-hmm. So it must be okay in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't think it's sinning either. Uh, it could fall in the category of just appalling, though. I just, uh, just terrible human behavior. Now, I, uh, uh, now this, it's no surprise that that's, that's asexual because there's nothing about what they're doing that could possibly be alluring well there's am, am i saying that the best way uh, you are i yeah. really try in the article trying to come up with good words there are photographs yeah of bill and misty cats they and i can't unsee it they are woodworking at their home <laughs> they're standing naked and their privates are covered but they're in front of a saw it's they're in front of a, i mean it's a it's a shocking image i'll tell you right now but apparently i mean uh, i mean everything's a thing right uh, Everything's You've heard of the White Thorn Lodge, right, John? Oh, yeah. In Beaver County, yeah. right here in mm-hmm. Western Pennsylvania. Yeah, I believe the White Thorn Lodge is still in operation. Here, here's the quote. I've never been to the White Thorn Lodge. I want to make that clear. Stop right there, please. She says, quote, I think it's far easier being a Christian nudist than being a Christian non-nudist. That's because as a Christian, you've got to love everybody. And as a nudist, you do love everybody. That's so what? weird. I don't know. Come on, John. I don't know. That's t- I, I Seriously, I'd sooner I don't I don't know. I'd become a monk. I, I just there's no way in the world. That would just That's just not right. <laughs> I, I would just look down all the time. I'd be looking at everybody's feet forever and ever. Cuz it's, it's too too weird. I don't know. Different strokes, right? <laughs> WORD. We're wrapping up our study of marriage this week on Truth For Life. First, we'll learn some tips to keep your marriage interesting. Then we'll explore the issues of divorce and remarriage and conclude by examining the wedding vows and the marriage covenant. That's on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of 
zero right now. Get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Parents are extremely important part of their child's education. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. We try to partner with parents and try to instill values that the parents want as well. We love to have parents come in and volunteer for activities, for recess, for lunch, to help out in the classrooms, field experiences once a month. We try to team so that we can meet the child's needs. Imagine, believe, achieve. Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade, now enrolling for the fall at jubileecs.org. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7, 365. Find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company, There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. I have some good news for people who love to focus on good news. Okay, I'll take it. According to InsideHook.com, you know, they found that optimism, a new study has found, that optimism may be just as important as exercise when it comes to helping you live past the age of 90. 90? Yes, Reese, now just pipe down before you say that you don't want to live past the age of because I know exactly what you're going to say. Researchers for the study followed a group of 159,000 women and found that those who were optimists were more likely to live longer and past the age of 90 than those who were more pessimistic. Mm. According to their calculations, optimism is linked to a 5.4% increase in average lifespan. Hmm. In other words, maintaining a positive outlook can add an extra four plus years to your life on average. Now, we all know it's been touted for at least the last three decades that exercise, right, can add years to your life. Yes. It can also promote general health and a feeling of emotional well-being. Sure. It improves your psychological outlook, yes. all those sorts of things, right? But they're saying that these findings are even more mathematically persuasive, such that optimism may be more important than exercise. Really? This is also true, even true, John, when other factors are taken into account, like depression or a chronic health condition, racial, social, economic background, all of those things. Optimism can basically trump all of it. Hmm. That would make sense. And it affects women more than men. Optimism does? It has even a greater impact oh, really? on women. It has, a, it has a great impact on men and women, but a greater impact on women. Hmm. Okay. Well, when you look at your parents, were they? My mom say? was excessively optimistic, mm-hmm. and my dad was not. Uh-huh. I think so, it's pretty pretty common. It was a good combo. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would say the same about my parents as well. 
Is that right? Yeah, pretty much so. Yeah. Okay. My mom was, yeah. Um, do you think that, do you say, think that you're optimistic? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, <laughs> you both John, are looking at me. Well, no, we're looking I at mean, each other. I I want to say yes, but probably uh, no. Right. That's what I say. Yeah. You? I am optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I don't know. I don't think it's something you choose. No, I think it is something you choose. Do you think it yeah, is? Yeah, of course it is. Okay. It's, it's your choice to be, yeah, I'm, I'm going to look up. a lot of it has to do with personality. Hmm. I think that you tend, I don't know. I, I, I don't choose, I don't know if I've ever made a choice to be optimistic. Maybe I have. But I just feel like. That was just, I don't know, that's part of my... Makeup. Yeah, I think well, so. Because your mom, you know... Maybe because of my you mom. took it from your mom, right? Yeah. yeah. But I could have taken pessimism from my dad, too, and yeah. I didn't. So I don't know I don't know what the deal is. I think you are an optimistic person, but not in the workplace, <laughs> which is the only dang place we see you. Well, well, no, wait. No, no, no. Now, I, I just... When it comes to work-related things... I think I'm things, a realist. You... Yeah, I think when it comes to work-related things, you tend to be pessimistic. Oh, that's probably not going to work. That's probably not going to work. Maybe we shouldn't do that segment. Oh, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think in your personal life, I think you are, I think you are optimistic. Well, thank you. I, I try to be because I, I, I look. At, I'm not trying to compliment you. I think because I don't think it's a compliment or an insult. I think it's just a thing. It's a thing. It is. It is what it is. Yeah, right? I don't think yeah. that it's necessarily. But don't you think? I mean, good or most, bad? Well, I think most people kind of wish that they were an optimist. It's easier. To, I think it's easier to be optimistic than negative. Is it? Who wants to be Eeyore? Well, I think it's, it might be easier to be. I don't know, Christy. What do you think you are? I think I'm a pessimist. Did we have this conversation the other day? We did about. We were talking Where, about on yeah. air. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about we something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see you guys. Was, we shouldn't have done this. I told you. <laughs> this is what it's there it like. is. I and told then you. we talked about it after the show. Yeah. Here we are again. Well, this is a little bit of a different tack on it because because these uh, these are people in their nineties. Well, Look, the, when you're the, near ninety, this, this research study was just released today. So, but it is in keeping with things we've talked about before. Christy thinks that she's a pessimist. Is that in work life or personal life? All, okay. all in all, all lives. That's interesting. Uh, no, so Christy is the youngest. Yes. I want you. I would think that the youngest would be more of an optimist, just generally, because things would be easier for the youngest. Christy, I think you are just. I, I don't you, think you're. I don't. I, I don't know. If, I don't think I would call you pessimistic. I would say that you tend to. Um, you take longer to persuade. Hmm. About things. Sure. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily being negative. I think you're kind of holding out judgment on things. I think. Or I tend that. to jump in with both feet, How which about, is probably why. But don't you it's know a good somebody? Thing she works here. You know people who are like super optimistic, right? People who are just, this is how it's going to work out. I've got this under control. This good thing is going to come. And I don't know if that's, you know, that's innate or that's something that's created. But I do believe that better things come yes, your way I when you are optimistic. I think that is true. Right? I'm going to shoot for this. Don't I'm, you I'm, think that that figures into this research yes, yes. study? That if you if you really think that better things are coming and that, that's going to impact your decision making that over time over a lifetime you're probably going to be healthier overall yes 100 percent. yeah I, I agree with that there's a great song in west side story it's like a, maria no it's 
could be, who knows. Oh, uh, you know that song? Yeah, yeah. I love that song. That's like a super optimistic yeah. song. It's very hopeful. It's yeah, very yeah. Good. something good. You know, it's, something's coming. Something's something coming. Good. Something good. Yeah, that's a great song. I mean, just the whole thing. I just want to be around. Don't you want to be around people? Wouldn't you rather be around somebody who's optimistic than negative all the time, right? Because oh, of course, it drags drags you down into that. Okay, but let me ask you this: when you when you are feeling negative, do it's, you want what's how, how do you respond to that? Do you end up like do you like to wallow in it, or do you end up seeking out somebody who's not negative, or how how does that work for you? Um, to knock me out of my pessimism? Yeah, is that what you look for? Or you kind of look for someone who's going to allow you to stay in it. No, no. I, look, I mean, I, I I can be, you know, really, you know, wallow in that if I want to. I mean, but that just wears you, wear, wears me down. I get sick of being sick. Don't you get sick? I yes. get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes, exactly. Right? So knock me out of it. You know, quite honestly, what knocks me out of being that way is listening to music. Doesn't it? I mean, music changes your mood. Music gives you hope. Music. It, it Does music you make turn a difference the- to you, Christy? <laughs> when I'm in a bad mood or like in a, a weird mood, I usually listen to like metal music. So I feel like it just keeps oh, you crank me, it. Yeah, uh-huh. it yeah, keeps yeah, me yeah. in that state. Uh-huh. Because you like to wallow in it? I think I, I think I might. Yeah, I like that. I think I might. But it's so hard to bear. I mean, it's like wearing a hair shirt. It, it, it is. It's like it is That's like wearing a heavy, like one of those lead aprons at the dentist. You know, you're I get, carting that around. I you get tired of feeling that way, right? Look, see that song. Do you know that song? Something's coming. Can you find that? Our oh, internet. Our internet. Oh, see, I, I told I you tried. guys. <laughs> our internet's down here. You said it was. It was all going to fall apart, John. Oh. You were right. I don't know why we tried to talk him out of it, Christy, because he knew it was all going to fall no, wait. apart. Okay, so the so the study though is for women women over. I mean that's crazy. Don't even women, say women over at a ninety. Age. No, women over ninety. No, it's it was one hundred and fifty nine thousand women. Hold on, while I pull it up again, because now that you asked me, now I can't because we don't have any internet here. Okay, um, one hundred and fifty nine thousand two hundred fifty five women. Um, and found that those who were optimists were more likely to live longer and pass the age of 90 than those who were more pessimistic. Hmm. Well, at that age, at that age, don't you think most people would be fairly optimistic? No. You don't think? No, don't you think it would be the opposite? No, you've made it all this way. Christy, whenever you get your email, I did send that to you. Thanks. Mm -hmm. But... There's no internet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read Winnie the Pooh when you were little? Uh, no. Okay, so Eeyore doesn't mean anything to you? No, because I, I, I don't know why. There was a period where I did, I, maybe it was my kids, where we read Winnie the Pooh. Okay. And, I, and you go, oh, there's Eeyore. Eeyore, right. Christy? Oh, man. Uh, yes. I mean, don't you love... I mean, Eeyore's so sweet. I love Eeyore. Eeyore's wonderful. But you know, but you know, you know he is so bummed out right. about just about everything, right? You need Piglet around to balance things out. Yes, yeah. Well. <laughs> well, we need to take a break. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about the cruise. What cruise? Which we're taking in August. The cruise that you and I are taking. Oh, I'll be optimistic about yeah, that. Yeah, good. Word FM listeners. Um, uh, tickets are going fast. We're going to talk about the cruise coming up in August. August 18th? Can, yeah. Uh, 16th. 16th. Uh, we'll talk about when you can get your tickets and where you can get them. Come join us. 
So my sister and I, that's me, are into dominoes. There's this fancy domino TV show, and we are destined to be on that show. Uncle Ryan, though, that's me, has a hand that shakes like a jackhammer. The dude can't get ten dominoes before his dreams come toppling down. Luckily, there was one positive that came from my domino disaster. I'm about to use it as an analogy in our mortgage commercial. Buying a home right now can be hard. Bidding wars, lack of inventory, rates going up and down. It's easy to have your new home dreams toppled. At United Faith Mortgage, we can't easy fix those hurdles, but we are good at making the mortgage part awesome. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases. And we're an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Our company uses its own money and there's no middleman, which often allows us to get you a better rate, saving monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing it right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Want it done right, call doing it right. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Service, installs, and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. The Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, clearing the way for many states to ban or severely limit abortion. The debates have never been stronger. During this critical time, the award-winning film, The Matter of Life, cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life. Stream it today at SalemNow.com and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. Sitting during the break, listening to West Side Story <laughs> on my phone. Right. It's not the highest of fidelities, but when your internet's down, you do what you have to do. Exactly. We've got a cruise coming up. John and I are hosting it for Word FM. This is the same thing we did last year, only this year we've got a bigger boat. Bigger boat. Mm-hmm. We sold out fast last year, mm-hmm. and so we wanted to provide more room for you guys. It's coming up on August 16th. Terrific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gateway Clipper Cruise. You can find information at wordfm.com. It's a dinner cruise. Mm-hmm. And I think it lasts uh, two and a half hours. So you board, uh, is it 6.30 or so we board? Yeah. And um, then, of course, we're going to have dinner together. And it's really beautiful. And I mean, we had such a good time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, up we, and down the rivers. We really had 
delicious food and a ton of mm-hmm. great conversation. Yep. Yeah, so uh, wordfm.com, 6.30 until 9 on uh, the 16th of August. It, it really is. Was it, The food was wonderful, wasn't mm-hmm. it? It was. Yeah. Um, you, of course, you, you never know what you're walking into when someone says, we're going to do a buffet. Right. But it was excellent. Mm-hmm. It really was. I was super excited by it. So we hope that you would be with us uh, on a beautiful summer evening yep. and go up and down the rivers of music. We'll be happy to talk and say hi. Mm-hmm. And we spent a lot of time on the top deck on the way it was so beautiful by yep. the end of that night last year in 21 it was beautiful well because you know what it was like torrential downpour initially at, right initially yeah but then it was kind of like you know everyone was thinking oh this was like the end of the pandemic you know oh it's like it was like the first like real gathering it was like this sigh of relief everybody was like oh mm-hmm. just good to be out right a lot of laughter and of course you know i don't have a boat <laughs> you know there are times you kind of think, wouldn't it be nice to have a boat? Mm-hmm. But then you think, well, not really. Right. But this is like fabulous because there's there's no gas. You're not paying for gas or anything. But you go up and down the rivers. It's so incredibly beautiful. It's one thing to look at the city from, you know, Mount Washington. It's another thing to be on the water on a beautiful summer evening and be with friends and family. Right. And so we, we and, hope you're with us. And take advantage of where you live. Mm-hmm. Right? Gorgeous. I mean, we live in three rivers, so we should, you know, yeah, get out and love those get rivers. out there, yeah. Just um, July or August. <laughs> August 16th. August 16th. Get your details. Buy your tickets at wordfm.com. Um, mosquito update. Mm. On yesterday's show, uh, John, you confessed that you were just eaten alive oh by gosh. those nefarious bugs in your backyard and uh, i brought out vaseline because that's all i had i brought it back it's, oh it's, did it's you in your office. oh it's nice yeah, of yeah. you john but i'm still itching i've got mosquito bite behind my knee you know what they're the worst behind... they're just the worst now we had a listener though call and um terry? dispense some wisdom to terry uh-huh terry called and said i got some advice for john about mosquitoes john um would you take from that i may be uh what B one deficient? Yes, is what Terry's saying. Thiamine deficient, and I can make some tea or something. You, maybe thiamine has to do with a negative outlook, Christy. Do you think? No, 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 no. It's a possibility. B, wait, so B one is what? What did Terry say? Thiamine. Thiamine. What is? What is that? I, I, it's I'm lacking it apparently. Yeah, I, I guess if she, according to Terry. Thanks, I Terry. don't know what Terry does for a living. You know, well, Terry, she sounded very she sounded knowledgeable. very knowledgeable, but she could be a quack because we don't know Terry. No, no. I hope I'm just <laughs> wow. saying we don't know. I'm not dispensing wisdom here, like medical advice here on the air. Do you take I, is B one coming like in a pill? I take a B complex. Mm-hmm. It probably it's probably in there. I got too many complexes to worry about B complex. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to add one. Okay. Are you are you still taking the gummies or did you go back on those? No, Christy? I got off the gummies and I take the actual pills now. Oh, Christy. what the B complex comes in gummies? Well, I Is take that a, legal. I don't know. Why not? I'm not sure because they're gummies. <laughs> Just See, we we had this vitamin conversation the two of us because you you don't want to be involved, John, because you don't believe in vitamins. I'm not going to take vitamins. Okay. I'm so, just not. Okay, clearly. Yeah, you've made that. You might have less bug bites. I'll bring in some B complexes for you. Yeah, and see, see if that makes any difference. Anyway, Christy and I were talking were talking about vitamins. Thank you. And uh, I, for some reason, since COVID started, uh, I, don't, I don't know if this has anything to do with COVID, but vitamins are making me sick, are making me nauseated. 
So every time I take one, I feel just what? gross. I never heard of that. Oh, I feel gross. Well, anyone who's been pregnant, prenatal vitamins are notorious for doing that. Really? So I remember that very clearly. But I've been fine with vitamins since, and I haven't been pregnant for a while. Uh, but so they're really making me sick again. So I decided I looked it up online and they said, well, if that happens, try gummies. Hmm. So I happily got myself some gummies. Christy did research. She found out the gummies really aren't as effective. Holy smokes. Okay. This, this hour of the show, we talked about homesickness, nudist colonies, B1 gummies, mosquito bites, river cruises on August 16th. Optimism. And optimism. Okay. That's a lot. Where's Jesus in all this? On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott, speaking to reporters at the NATO summit in Spain. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says Russia's plan has backfired as NATO expands in reaction to the invasion of Ukraine. The first lesson, really, from uh, today is that if uh, Vladimir Putin was hoping uh, that he would be getting less NATO on uh, on his western uh, front as a result of his uh, unprovoked illegal invasion of, of Ukraine. Uh, he's been proved completely wrong. A new poll shows an overwhelming and growing majority of Americans say the U.S. is heading in the wrong direction. Nearly 8 in 10 Democrats included. The poll by the Associated Press, NORC Center for Public Affairs Research, finds that Deep pessimism about the economy continues to plague President Biden. 85% of U.S. adults say the country is on the wrong track. This is SRN News. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. Community Market Days are back at Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse beginning this weekend. Every Saturday from 11 to 3, Bedner's has plenty to enjoy, including local goods and vendors, a food truck, live music, wine tastings, cooking and gardening workshops, DIY and kids' activities, and lots more. The pick-your-own fields are open and everything's in bloom. Take home a fresh-cut bouquet or some veggies for your table. Community Market Days, going on now at Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse in McDonald. Visit Bedner'sGreenhouse.com. 
A beautiful day here at All About Golf in Butler, where 14-year-old Jimmy and his dad are on the executive nine-hole course. He's been practicing all year at All About Golf's driving range, featuring top tracer technology. Is that a Ping G425 driver dad just pulled out of their Ping Hoofer golf bag? <laughs> yes, and Jimmy's set of new hybrids was chosen with the help of All About Golf's Ping certified club fitter at the Pro Shop. That's up and down for par at All About Golf in Butler. Practice, learn, play at allaboutgolf.com. I answered the call. Together, we fought for our nation and its people. And even though I no longer wear the uniform, I am still a Marine. My service has come full circle. I will continue to support my country and my community. Then and now, Semper Fidelis remains my promise. Always faithful. Always Marine. The Mechanical Services Company Trusted, proven, preferred If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365. Find them online at tmschvac.com The Mechanical Services Company Trusted, proven, preferred Clear skies expected for tonight with a low of 59. Tomorrow will be warm with plenty of sunshine. Tomorrow's high, 88. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 65. Friday will be warm and humid with some sunshine. Expect a thunder shower in spots in the morning, followed by a thunderstorm in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 87. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. The Wednesday edition, Riding Home. How's the traffic look out the window there? I can't see traffic, but I can see a lot of sunshine. Green tree looks green. You know, my commute is like easy peasy. Yours easy? Mine's been very easy, but I... You know, the time I come in and the time I leave, it's like it doesn't even count. Yeah. Well, I mean, we hit traffic coming down Green Tree Hill often, right? It slows going into Always. town. I don't think there's ever a time right. when that doesn't happen. But it's not It's not prohibitive. I mean, you, I guess, plus we're just used to it. It's I mean, red on the maps right now. Right on the maps? It's red. Red. Yep. Okay, so traffic's backing up. I mean, there was a time that I, I would sit in traffic regularly a half an hour to 40 minutes on the way home. Hmm. Half an hour. Pre-COVID. Yes. Right, just sit there. Now, I go pretty much all the way. Oftentimes, you know, I like go by the jail trail. Uh, there's a little electronic board there. It'll say um, five five miles, seven minutes to, to home, something like that. I'm just cruising. I mean, it's just kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it makes me sad that there are so many people that are still not back to work. I mean, I know that you love to work at home. Christy's like, I'd work at home in a hot minute. Yep. I just... I, you know what? I think working with people in community, I really think that's a better idea. I go back to that, you know, our workspace where, where yeah. we broadcast from in that corner. Yeah. I look at that and I have no desire to, to physically again. sit in that space no. again. Right. I, I looked in there this morning for, uh, for something and I was like, oh, that. All right, we broadcast from home for a year and a half. 
yeah, a year, maybe a year and four months yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I know. I was I ha- didn't. As weird as it was to come back, I'm really happy to be Me back. Me too. Very much so. Absolutely. All right. Speaking of COVID changes, mm-hmm. um, I was in a big store today, like a big box store. Yeah. And um, I was trying to return something to Amazon. You know how oh, you have yes, your like coals the, the Amazon the, right the drop, and drop stuff, off yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Anyway, there ended up to be some confusion between the store I was in and the Amazon location. Anyway, after it was all over, the I had to call somebody at Amazon. I got the super secret number that if there's a problem in a coal, you know, in really? a coals, you call. Anyway, she said, "You know what? Just keep it. Keep it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So this. So that seems to be a thing that that is happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is from Fox. Target, Gap, American Eagle Outfitters, and other retailers are reporting that they have a glut of inventory, and it's costing them too much to store this stuff. Then there's that pile of inflowing returns. According to retail consultancy Strategic Resource Group, many big-name stores, which the firm doesn't name, are considering whether to tell customers to just keep the stuff that they want to return for free. Mm-hmm. Refunding Just customers. So we don't have to deal with it. Yep. Refunding customers while simultaneously letting them keep their returns isn't a new practice. It started with Amazon several years ago. The offer makes sense for some type of products, lower price tier bulky items, furniture, kitchen appliances, home decor, baby chairs, walkers, strollers, where it's costly for the retailer to cover the shipping costs with the turns. Other products like kids' toys, footwear, towels, bedding, raises sanitary concerns when it comes to returns. could also apply to these categories. Still, a keep it policy has its own disadvantages, namely companies will need to ensure that they don't become victims of fraud. So not a yeah. blanket. If it was a blanket policy, you'd think people would kind of go, oh, I'm just going to order right, this and try to return it. Of course, and just never try to. Right. I mean, that is not the case with most, I mean, 99% of the things I've ever ordered from Amazon, in case you're wondering if this is like sweeping the nation. It's not. It's the second time it's happened to me, but I've ordered a lot from Amazon over the last you know, decade or so. Right. Okay, so you imagine these warehouses. What is that like? They're just... The warehouse of returns? Right. They're just sitting there. Who's going to use this stuff? Do they sell it at an outlet type of thing? Is that what they would sell? You know, when you go into a place like Marshalls or TJ Maxx, you know, that company, Home Goods. Oh, yeah, sure. They buy in bulk from other companies. Like Gabe's. And, and, right, and then resell it. So I wonder if that's what a place like Amazon does with their returns. Or do they just restock it and put it back with, I, I don't know. I don't or know like, you know, like, you know, the Super Bowl t-shirts from the, the team that was supposed to win. Are, are these sending, ending up in Guatemala? Right, I don't know. I another thing I've noticed, and for, I'm not saying this is new, but it's the first time I've experienced it. Um, I ordered a uh, a phone charger, and uh, when it came, it worked for a day, and then it broke. Mm-hmm. And so I sent a thing. This was uh, a mail order company. I sent a thing to the mail order company, and um, they said, "Okay, we'll refund your money, but you have to send it back. So we'll send you a new one." To replace this one that's broken. Mm-hmm. But if we don't get it and verify that it really is broken. Charge you twice. We're going to charge you twice. So, but I thought that was fair. That makes sense. Right? So they, I got my uh, replacement in only a couple days. I, I should, need a little grace period I to got, get it Right. Back. I had like, I maybe had 
two weeks or something to get the other one back, yeah, yeah. the broken one back, which I did, and then I was good to go. I'm telling you, you know this this locker thing, this Amazon locker thing. I haven't done that. I love it. I've Do done you? It, oh, I've probably done it twenty times. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one in Oakland. Why is that a good thing? Um, ease. Okay, so what does it do for you? Is it is it the same as going to a Kohl's or a UPS drop off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, although you know, when you go into like uh, like uh, in Oakland on the way home, I'll stop off. I think it's on Simple Street, and you know it's like you walk in. The, it's like a little you know retail place, not retail, but it's like a brick and mortar place. You go in. There's a row of various size lockers. There's also someone on duty because I'll go. I'm sorry, I'm clueless. And then they'll you know, help you go through the process. And you just put in your barcode. Uh, there's a locker number that pops open. You put it inside the locker, close it. It sends you an email. You're good to go. And you walk away. That's it. But the email that you're getting is saying we've received your return? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. And then, you know, the refund is there. Okay. I like it a lot. It makes it... Amazon is so complex. Because you, you know what I mean? Because you, you love it. You love it. And love them and hate them. Exactly. Right? I mean, it's so easy but well you I have want to support to, small business I, right i want to support small business too but i also want to give props to a company that's figured out how to make ordering and returning as easy mm-hmm. as they have and i think that that's really important i was dealing with another place um another retailer and they asked for my feedback after the return and exchange yeah. period and i told them i said not i don't i don't want to be that person and have you hate me but your ordering procedure could really be helped if you went and looked at how Amazon does it, because it's just a lot. Just you know, ordering from you is very difficult. And I really like your products, but if you'd make it easier for people, I think you'd probably sell more. Right. I mean, everybody loves Amazon until they show up in your neighborhood. Right. right? And then, and all of a sudden, it's Churchill. Uh, yeah, you don't want. To... I don't mean Winston. I mean Churchill. No, PA. Well, you know, wherever, right? You just don't want the gigantic warehouse. Down the road from you because it's just a behemoth. It's incredibly destructive. And aren't you tired of getting a survey for every single thing you do? Oh, my do? gosh. You go to the doctor, you get 15 surveys. Oh, my God. The doctor? What about going in and, like, buying something at Target yeah. or at Kmart? There, I guess you can't go into Kmart anymore. But I get a survey for everything. Gosh, can I just make a blanket statement? You're all doing fine. Good job, everybody. Good. Hey, the, the psychiatrist is in. Kurt Thompson's up next. We'll be talking about Dwell. It's on the ride home. 101.5 WORD. Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes, John and Kathy, will be your cruise directors for this amazing night sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinner cruise. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, 
zero? Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. Installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at tmscbac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at fpcp.org. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy show, you will find it archived at secularlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy show. You don't hear the word or use the word dwell often, do you? It's like, uh, I think, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High. That's I think that's the King James Version that I just said. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But, but dwell is like dwell. a... I mean, a dwelling. A, linger? Is dwell and linger? Yeah, it's like the same era. So linger. <laughs> <laughs> I want to dwell. I want to dwell. Psychiatrist is in. Yeah. Dr. Kurt Thompson is with us. He's a regular guest on our show. He is a psychiatrist in private practice in Falls Church, Virginia. His book, which we love, is called The Soul of Desire, Discovering the Neuroscience of Longing, Beauty, and Community. And uh, Kurt, welcome back. Dr. Thompson, today you do want to talk about dwell. I do, John Kathy. It's great to be back with you. And you're right. It isn't a word, the word dwell. Uh, is not a word that we hear very often. And I think in some respects, because uh, the word necessarily points to something that we're uh, having less and less practice or experience with. Now, uh, what, I, what I mean by that is the notion of dwelling, uh, and this comes, with the, the, our, our, we're in the part of the book in this chapter uh, where we're exploring this, we begin to explore this verse, from Psalm 27, uh, one thing, this one thing have I asked from the Lord that I would, this only thing do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Mm. To dwell someplace necessarily means that you are in that place for a long time. You're there for you. I I don't like, I'm not, uh, this is not an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not coming for a short period of time. I'm not renting my house. I'm, I am, I'm going to, I'm going to put down roots. I'm going to dwell in this space. Mm -hmm. 
And so the, the word necessarily is important in our culture because we are uh, less and less familiar with this. It's estimated now that if you are 35 years of age or younger, that the likelihood is that you will have, by the time you retire, you will have somewhere in the range of about 40 different jobs. Wow. Now, you know, you can do the math and you can say, gosh, that doesn't give us much opportunity for us to dwell in thinking about this, thinking about the thing that we do with more hours of our 24-hour day than most things that we do is devoted to our work. And we aren't dwelling in places where we work. We're moving from thing to thing to thing to thing. It's really difficult for us to do this. And part of the challenge then is that if I'm not dwelling someplace, I don't actually have the opportunity, I don't have the temporal, the time opportunity for me to observe what's going on around me. And so uh, this, but, but this psalmist is saying that, like, look, if we, if we want to have a world of goodness and beauty, in order for me to do that, I'm going to need my, my, my body, my life is going to have to be in a space that I can occupy long enough in order for me to be attuned to it, in order for me to stay put in one place. It necessarily asks two questions. To, be, to ask the question, where am I dwelling? I'm asking, where am I? Where, where are you? Where, where are you dwelling? Where is that going to be? And not only that, I'm not just asking, and, and in, in, in the biblical n- narrative, when God asks Adam, where are you? God isn't just asking Adam, where are you in the garden? Where are you in the woods? Are you behind the bushes? Where are you? He's asking, where are you in relationship to me? The question of where we are is always, uh, assuming that God is pursuing us in relationship to him. So it's not just like, well, where is Kurt? It's where is Kurt in relationship to his friend Jeff or his wife Phyllis? Mm-hmm. But we are so prone to only thinking about ourselves by ourselves that I don't imagine that when someone asks me this, Kurt, where are you? But they're asking, where are you in relationship to me? And this is crucial important. So where are you? And then who are you with? If I'm going to dwell, who are going to be the people with whom I dwell long enough? And, you know, it, it, again, this is, this is not, uh, I'm, I'm not a Luddite, but I, I, I want to emphasize that part of what makes it difficult for us to dwell is that when our attention is being so intentionally distracted, when we are being primed to become increasingly distractible people, it's difficult for us to dwell even like while I'm sitting at the table because there, there goes my phone. I can't even dwell at the kitchen table when I'm having dinner because there goes my phone. I'm like, now I've left the table to go, you know, even if I haven't left the table, my mind has left the table and so forth and so on. And so one of the questions that is really important for us uh, as followers of Jesus, as people in the world, is being curious about where are we dwelling? What are the places that we're occupying long enough to be, and then who are we with in that place of dwelling? By whom are we being known, and who can I be with long enough such that I can be known by them? And this is when this verse in Psalm 27 becomes so poignant, because our writer says, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord. And what does that mean, to be in the house of the Lord all the days of my life? For him, it would have meant, first of all, this writer at the time would have been talking about the tabernacle, this tent that Moses first had erected out in the desert, and this tent that was 
right up until through David's time, and then when Solomon built the temple. So we moved from the tent, the tabernacle, to the temple. This is the house of the Lord. But then we move to the next, the next thing we see is in John chapter 2, where Jesus says, you destroy this temple, and I'll rebuild it in three days. Yeah. And so we're moving from tabernacle to temple to now it's Jesus himself becomes our dwelling place. This, oh God, gosh, oh God, I don't know, what the heck does that mean, that a human being is my dwelling place? I'm going to, when Jesus says, remain in me, paying attention, be in relationship with me, dwell with me, pay attention, be attuned to me loving you and being attuned to you. But then we get to Pentecost. Now we move one more step, and we discover that when the Holy Spirit comes on Pentecost, that the dwelling place becomes the body of Jesus. It becomes the people that the Spirit occupies. And so now we've gone from tabernacle to temple to Jesus to us at Pentecost. And then Paul says, we are the body of Christ in 1 Corinthians 12. And then we get to Revelation 3, where God says, if you persevere to him who conquers, I will make you a pillar in the house of my God. Mm. This sense that for us to dwell, for us to flourish in a world in which, I mean, my goodness, I mean, you guys, like, what what more kind of news do we have to have? This, like, the, I, I mean, know. Like the, We've, the, I feel the, like, the, yeah, it's like... Uh, when the Roe versus Wade news came out on Friday, I just kind of stopped for a minute and I thought, you know, we have we have had so many consequential news stories over the mm. last five years. It's hard to mm. get your head around it. I feel like one whenever day. one ends, you can't even process it before another one starts. Right. Right. And I like my impulse is like, I don't want to live here, like here on this earth. I, like, I want to live someplace else. I want to live where, like, the news cycle isn't just, like, competing really, really bad news stories. I want to, like, I, so dwelling is not easy to do. And not least of which, because, like, you know, when we, when we talk about these confessional communities that we've been talking, you know, we've been talking a little bit about in our time together over the last couple of months, this notion that, you know, uh, John and Kathy, like I have the, the thing that I that I have the most difficulty with, you know, I, I have more difficulty than anything dwelling with me. <laughs> yeah. Like I am my biggest problem. All like all of my addictions, all of my distractions, all the things that I want to do to like, you know, when I want to like I'm just going to get on Netflix and I'm just going to like stay there for three hours. Like it is a way for me Excuse to me. avoid me because I can't dwell with me. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And so who are the people, who are the people that I'm going to be with, by whom I'm going to be known, that enable me to dwell, not just with them, but with me as well. So that's great. So, Kurt, in heaven, we will dwell in the glory of the Lord. I mean, then uh, that's presupposing we're not going to be on our phones and we're not going to be binging on Netflix. So we are looking forward to dwelling at some point. Is that, but are we looking forward to dwelling or I wonder if we're, we're making ourselves people who can't do it. Well, I think, Kathy, you're, I mean, I, I think you're both like naming really important things. John, you're talking about this longing that we have to be in a space where we can dwell with beauty. We, we, there is a part of us that, that longs for that. At the same time, we are actually practicing to become unable to do it. Mm-hmm. 
exactly as you're pointing out, when we read C.S. Lewis's book, The Great Divorce, right, this allegory of a group of people that get on a bus and travel from hell to heaven, we notice that the characters get to heaven and they discover that they have a hard time being there because the color is too bright and too brilliant. The grass is too strong for their feet. The fruit they can't even pick up off the ground because it's too heavy. It's too real for them. And as much as we would like to say, yes, I want to dwell in the glory of the Lord, it's kind of like, you know, you've been in a dark movie theater for two and a half hours and you walk out into bright sunlight, like your eyes can't take it. (laughs) And it's the same time that I would like to say, gosh, I'd rather live in the light than live in the dark. The reality is that if I'm not practicing living in the light, when the light gets here, it may be really difficult for me to tolerate it, despite the fact that I like the idea of it. Hmm. And if we are not practicing dwelling, meaning who are those people with whom I am regularly revealing my life to, such that the parts of me that I'm most uncomfortable with are being revealed, and I can learn to live with me because someone else is looking at the part of me that I hate the most and they're not leaving the room. What about the part of me that, like, whoever we are, we hear the news about Roe v. Wade, and we have this reaction, all the things that we want to do in response to it, one way or the other. We'd like to know, well, gosh, what is it, not just what am I reacting to about, the, about that ruling, what is it about me? What, is that, what does my reaction tell me about me? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not really curious about that. I'm not asking that question because I'm not dwelling with people enough for them to be able to be curious about it so that I can know that. Okay. So let, surprised uh, at my reaction. All right. So, Kurt, uh, w- so our time is short, and I need to ask this question really because really good, what do you do when it seems like our there's not enough time to dwell? No, there that is. That sounds lame. No, that sounds lame. There's but, plenty of time to but, dwell. But I, but that okay. So John thinks there's plenty of time to dwell. I don't think there's enough time to dwell. So t- 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 tell uh, us know, who's right, here's Kurt. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I I want to say that uh, um, we are a people, and you know, as, as they say, like there's there's uh, you know, Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun, and there hasn't been anything new under the sun since the first eleven chapters of Genesis. Yeah. Everything you need to know about human beings, you can find in those <laughs> yep. texts. Yep. And what and one of the things that we see in those texts are that we are people who are ashamed, and we are afraid, and because of that, we are violent. Mm-hmm. And all of life is about trying, and, and and then we're like, and so and so and so. Therefore, a great deal of life, not all of it, but a great deal of life, is then spent. The energy we spend doing all the things that we do, whether it's making movies or planting gardens or, you know, you know, creating pornographic films or whatever, all, all the things that we do that are both beautiful and, and horrible, horrifying, all things we do are ways for us to cope with our shame and our fear and the fact that we know that we're going to die. Mm-hmm. And we have all kinds of ways of trying to distract ourselves from that distress. And so if we want, we can choose to use our time to dwell. Or we can choose to use our time not to dwell. We are either using our time to dwell or to be distracted. Oh, that's so excellent. And, and Greg, uh, Kurt, I, I agree with this 100%. I mean, the idea of the myth of busyness, that we are busy mm-hmm. people. We are busy to our own choice, right? Mm-hmm. 
Right, we are. And, and, and I would say, I would say, John, we are. And at the same time, I think that we have to be aware that when, when Paul writes and says, hey, folks, we're not dealing with, like, things that are, you know, the, the small potatoes. We're dealing with principalities and powers. We're dealing with systems. We're dealing with big things that are intentionally forming us, molding us into itself. So you mentioned Amazon a moment ago in your earlier conversation. I want to say, like, I don't believe that there are people at Amazon who are sinister sociopaths trying to devour the culture. And at the same time, I will tell you that Amazon and Google, it is their intention to devour you. It is not the people's conscious intention to devour you, but evil will wield them as systems in order to make us more distractible. And, and, and they will do it by virtue of making them more, making their services more convenient. Yeah. And, and, and this is, and this is what, you know, every development of technology does at least two things, right? It, it makes life more convenient typically, and it puts us in a position in which there is the potential for our becoming increasingly distracted and disconnected from one another. It's not a guarantee, but with every new development of technology, we are going to have to fight that much more to stay connected. That's good. With convenience means I can do more and more and more on my own, and I don't need you. Okay, Kurt, we have to go. But what I take, what I, what you, I love what you said is you said that we are ashamed, we are afraid, and so we are violent. Yeah, that's right. really good. So we choose to indulge in those things, yeah. our shame, our fear, and then our violence, because we choose not to dwell. Yeah, if I'm not dwelling, uh, being afraid, being ashamed, and being violent are really necessarily what's going to follow that's well, fabulous. That's really good. That's Dr. Kurt Thompson. Check out his brand new book, The Soul of Desire, Discovering the Neuroscience of Longing, Beauty, and Community. We love you, Kurt. Thank yeah, you. Always a pleasure, Thanks, Kurt. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Until next time. Bye-bye. We'll take a quick break. Yeah, this makes sense. Does this make sense? That's next here on The Ride Home. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero, right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products lock in your quote today schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com you've tried the rest now try the best windowsarustpittsburgh.com there has been a lot of conversation lately about what is christian higher education What about the institution that you would go to if you were interested in being a believer and having a higher education? Mm -hmm. It's hard to quantify in some ways. Yeah, because some people look at it and think it's about going to a school where all of your beliefs that you have when you start the school are just encouraged. Or reinforced. Bolstered, reinforced. Mm Mm-hmm. 
other people will look at higher education, especially Christian higher education, and say, wait a second, I'm there to expand. I need to know more. I want to increase my view of the world and Christ in it. It can be a dangerous, slippery slope, especially politically where we are now. Yeah. Education, though, is always an adventure. It should be an adventure because it should be taking you out of your comfort zone. It should be exposing you to things that you didn't know and helping you to reevaluate and be more solid in the truth that you already believe in. Now, we know how the story ends. If you're a believer, you know Christ will reign. We should not be afraid. Look online at Grove City College. Grove City College online, gcc.edu. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the word FM mobile app iHeart tune in and Odyssey is your school a true partner in your child's education they should be Pittsburgh's Christian schools agree if you're looking for a safe environment where kids can learn challenge and grow with highly qualified teachers who are not only caring but accessible where academic excellence goes hand in hand with character development consider Christian education Right now, at this moment, local Christian schools, colleges, and universities are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees while they last at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Clear skies expected for tonight with a low of 59. Tomorrow will be warm with plenty of sunshine. Tomorrow's high, 88. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 65. Friday will be warm and humid with some sunshine. Expect a thunder shower in spots of the morning, followed by a thunderstorm in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 87. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. What? Does what make sense? Uh, A parade. (laughs) Now now take your nostalgia, your Americana out of it. Like take your, you know, positive childhood experiences out. Wait, you were a flag girl. And just step back and just ask yourself, does a parade make sense? It makes perfect sense. It makes 100% I love a parade. I love a parade. Okay. You were a flag girl. I know. I've been at a lot. I know. I mean. Go on. Give your opinion. A, f- a, a parade is about community. Okay. Celebration. Mm-hmm. Coming together. Right? Mm-hmm. It, there it is. It's the best of us marching together down the street. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's joyous. A parade makes perfect sense. Um, yes. Are you saying it doesn't make sense? <laughs> A, par- a parade makes no sense. No, it makes no Come sense. Come on. It's people walking in front of other people. No, sometimes. That's what it is. Sometimes they're playing instruments. No, okay. That's even that's even silly. No, it's a fun. Yeah, we're walking. It's exciting. Uh, some people are walking in front of other people. That Who thought of that? That is that is really silly. I think parades probably have been around as long as people have been around. Probably. Right? And I just, I, I, I think it's, I just don't think it makes sense. I, I mean, ancient people probably I, were part of parades. I, do you feel right? like I'm going against the the yes. consensus of history? Yes, of civilization. Be that as it may. <laughs> so you're saying parades don't make sense? No. Oh, I think they make perfect sense. All right, does this make sense? Going to church. Hmm. Okay, so 
I was surprised that there was this thing of like, in the summertime, we don't go to church. Like people do that. Do they? Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's of some denominations or some people. All right. And I, I was like, what? So I have not been the last two weeks to church. Really? And that was not good. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. I need to be there. Sunday, I, I need. So you're I, saying going to church makes sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because I was going, I'll just take a little break. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh, all those other people, apparently, they're, they're taking, taking summer a break. off. They're right. taking summer off. I'll, I'll take I'll a just, couple of weeks off. I'll just join them. Right. See what that's like. Right. Not good. Mm. No, I was I was missing out. And it wasn't good for my head. Mm-hmm. It really it wasn't good. And I missed the parade. <laughs> I missed all the people. I did. People were walking in I'm front not, of other people there? I'm not saying there's parades at my church, but I, I just missed the community. So, are, you, are you asking me what I think? Yeah. Do you, you have 10 seconds sense? left. Does it make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay, good. Parades <laughs> no make way. sense. No. I'm just, no. Going to church? Uh, yeah, always. Makes sense. 101.5 WORD. Faith conquers fear every time. Faith defeats fear every time. Dr. Michael Youssef. Trust in the God who is trustworthy. Trust in the God who keeps his word even if the world turns upside down. Trust in the God who has your best interest of heart. Dig deeper into this on Leading the Way. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. America, America, God shed his grace on thee. And wow, hasn't the Lord blessed us here in America? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and our family is just so thankful to live in this great country. So let's celebrate with a good old-fashioned chicken barbecue meal at the Springhouse. My brother Sam and his four boys will fire up the barbecue pit outside and cook long and slow the chicken quarters, dousing them every five minutes with our secret butter vinegar sauce. Keep cool inside the Springhouse Sun Porch and enjoy all our most popular family recipe sides to go with the barbecue chicken hot off the pit. Summer's a great time to top off this meal with a toasted almond fudge ball or a mud-covered dirt ball. Take a spin down our hillside slide and let the baby calves lick your fingers for a memory-making experience on the farm at the Springhouse, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com.
Hi, this is Bob Lapine. I hope you're benefiting from listening to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Our daily program comes to you by way of your fellow listeners, listeners called Truth Partners. It's their monthly giving that cares for the cost of distributing Alistair's teaching to local stations like this one. So today, will you pass their generosity forward? Will you become a Truth Partner and help bring the gospel to others? Sign up at truthforlife.org slash truthpartner. So last Friday, of course, the announcement from the Supreme Court that uh, Roe v. Wade is uh, no longer. But in in the reading of this, overturned, yeah, in, in the reading of this, there's a lot of moving parts here, are there not? Yes, for sure. So our next guest, Bruce Houseconnect, who is an attorney with Focus on the Family, he's here to talk to us about what actually happened. And Bruce... Your your presence here is greatly necessary, so thanks for coming along today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Bruce, for those of us who have to be on social media for a certain part of every day, or some of us who choose to be, um, it is really overwhelming to see how many people are um, presenting their opinion with really little to no idea of what actually happened uh, in the ruling on Friday. Um, So let's go back to the facts of the matter. Um, Roe versus Wade was overturned. um, And the first question is, does that mean that abortion is now illegal in the United States? No, it does not. And it's been a misconception, especially from those on the left for many years, that somehow uh, the if the if Roe versus Wade was ever overturned, that abortion would somehow immediately become illegal. No, no. All that uh, the Dobbs case did by overturning Roe versus Wade was return that question to the people at the state level and through state legislatures, through Congress, if they choose to legislate. But it goes back to the people to decide democratically, not five justices in black robes deciding for for everyone. Right. Okay, so now you you hear in all the conversation that oh Roe v. Wade was just, you know, a bad law to begin with. What does that mean? It means that it never had any basis either in the text or the history or the understanding of the US Constitution. Uh or the 14th Amendment when that was passed following the Civil War, which is which is what the Roe justices used to justify creating that right. So it, it was it was a criminal activity at the time the 14th Amendment um, was passed. And contrary to what Roe said, it's it, it has always been that way. It, this is not a fundamental right, is how the court phrased it, that is deeply enshrined in the in the history of the country or it's or is it nor is it implicit in the concept of ordered liberty has nothing to do with our history and we don't need it uh to protect our liberty so roe versus wade the original decision went back and talked about um kind of world history in certain regards um talked about how infanticide had been a practice in certain societies and whatever but um when justice alito writes this opinion he says no wait a minute that's you know that would that was bad reasoning to start with because from the very start um abortion was considered a moral wrong in america and like you just said um bruce that beginning uh at the time that roe versus wade was passed abortion was illegal. It was a crime in 26 states. That's right. And it goes back way beyond the founding of America. One of my um, colleagues here just did a, 
research project into the early church, and and we are talking about a moral code that uh, condemned abortion going back as far as Scripture goes. So it is it's one of those uh, ideas that contrary to uh, Justice Harry Blackman, who wrote the majority opinion in Roe, it has no basis in American law other than in a few small instances just prior to uh, Roe being decided. That's when the first people started suggesting that, hey, maybe there is a constitutional right to abortion. But that's the first it popped up. So, so, that- so Justice Alito says then, Bruce, no historical precedent. Um, also, the viability argument that Roe made um, was – silly from the start simply because we know how fast technology advances um, and medical uh, treatments advance. Um, So talk about uh, what Justice Alito, how he confronted the viability argument. Well, I like how he attacked it. It essentially is, um, it was plucked out of thin air as as some kind of legal demarcation between when a state has an interest in prohibiting abortion and when it doesn't. And he asked the question quite correctly, What's what's the difference between a uh, state's interest uh, post-viability versus pre-viability? Um, he said the people who, in, in Roe, who created that, created a circular argument. They said that a state has an interest uh, post-viability because that's when the fetus is viable. <laughs> so uh, that, that really is a nonsensical circular argument, which he exposed in this in this Dobbs opinion that he wrote. That's good. We're talking with Bruce House Connect. He is an attorney who serves as focus on the family's judicial analyst. So Bruce, uh, I'm sure you've seen this people uh, you know saying I'm I'm outraged. Uh, I'm going to leave America. And I'm going to go live in England or you know fill in the blank because th- this ruling is so extreme. But from what I'm reading, we are the ones who are extreme. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we are right up there with the laws of North Korea and uh, a few other extreme um, countries out there in the world. The the bulk of Europe, who everyone on the left seems to look up to, uh, the bulk of Europe bans abortion uh, by 15 weeks, if not sooner. Uh, We are the extreme outlier and have been for 50 years. There were several concurrences uh, that were published along with the ruling. Uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh wrote his own. Clarence Thomas wrote his own. Chief Roberts wrote his own. Uh, talk about the um, the value of those, uh, what we gain from those, what we might glean about any future rulings from those, especially Justice Thomas's. Yeah, fascinating that you asked that question because um, Clarence Thomas has always been skeptical of the underlying legal doctrine by which the court created Roe in the first place, something called substantive due process which he says, and quite rightly, is an oxymoron. that you, you either have due process or you have substantive rights, but you can't have substantive process. It's, it makes no sense. And he called it out, and he said because of that, because that underlying doctrine is bogus, we have to reexamine those precedents that we created using that doctrine. Things like um, Obergefell, which gave us same-sex marriage, or Lawrence v. Texas, which, which uh, constitutionalized same-sex sexual relations. Um, things like that. And that created an uproar on the left because they, for years, have used the courts to create these rights out of whole cloth because they are, they're well, afraid to use yeah. them. To do it democratically, but Bruce, let me ask you about that because it was it was strange reading the opinion because Justice Alito and Kavanaugh both said very 
distinctly that these uh, this rule this the overturn of Roe versus Wade was only in regard to abortion rights. It did not have to do with any other uh, rights that people might associate with it. Yes, that's that is correct, and they did that specifically to kind of reassure people that no, we're not this this. Uh, decision doesn't lead to the reversal of Obergefell or Lawrence. Hmm. But Thomas, on the other hand, said, look, if we're going to be consistent and true to the Constitution, we have to at some point re-examine this doctrine that's that throughout the 20th century created all these strange precedents and strange rights. And the court, ha- the court has from time to time criticized that doctrine but they've not seen fit to overrule it. So there's this tension between the justices, between Alito and Kavanaugh and the rest, and and Clarence Thomas, who has been unswervingly a constitutionalist from the get-go. So, Bruce, um, just a minute or so left. Uh, there's a lot here to, to cover in such a short amount of time. But if you could crystal ball it, I mean, you, you see that, you know, we're in the midst of this confusion here, it feels like, right? This mosaic of laws that lay before the, you know, the, the country. What do you think is going to happen in the next couple of years? We're going to see a lot of litigation. Immediately out of the gate, uh, the abortion sellers around the country have filed lawsuits against various state laws, including those trigger laws, uh, asserting not that they're unconstitutional under the U.S. Constitution, which no longer they can say, but under state constitution. So there's got there's going to be lots of litigation. We have to deal with things like mail order abortion pills because uh, the feds are going to try to make that legal and the states are going to and pro-life states are going to try and make that illegal. You have the the feds perhaps trying to use federal land to create abortion zones, uh, even in states that have that have become pro-life. There's so much going on that we don't know where it's going to land yet. There's sanctuary cities, mayors in uh, of blue cities and red states are saying we're just going to ignore pro-life laws. Um, there are these there are these t- attacks by terrorists on. Uh, pregnancy resource centers across the country that the FBI has yet to uh, uncover and bring to a resolution. So there's all kinds of things going on, uh, and we will, we will see that ramp up over the next next couple of years. That's Bruce HouseConnect, attorney who serves as focus on the family's judicial analyst. Bruce, thanks for being here today. Uh, thanks for having me on. Our pleasure. Yeah. Uh, a lot of complexity here. Uh, it's good to have um, yeah, a legal sure. mind, and uh, we need to do this again soon because, boy, what is uh, what's ahead? At the Original Mattress Factory, we pride ourselves on providing the best value for your dollar. We hand build our mattresses with the highest quality materials and offer them factory direct, which means you get a better quality mattress at a better price compared to mainstream brands. Our values are also at the core of who we are as a company. We strive for honesty and transparency at every step of the way, so you can feel good about your purchase. Visit an OMF location today to experience the original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, 
You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no profit. Processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. It's a very common fear to have a fear of the dentist. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. I feel particularly drawn to making sure that all patients are at ease. That extra gentle touch, the extra nudge to tell them it's okay, we'll get through this together. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at tmscHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, At Family Dollar, we know you want more to enjoy your summer. That's why you'll find more in every store. From grilling supplies and beach toys at great value to refreshing deals on your favorite soft drinks. Family Dollar, helping you do more. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Okay, here's a strange story. <clears throat> July 20th, 1969, Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, landed on the moon. Yep. Then NASA was concerned about uh, the moon soil, the 47 pounds of material that was brought back to Earth. NASA was concerned that it might be toxic to life on Earth. So NASA decided to feed the moon material, the rocks, to 10, quote, lower animals including fish and insects, for 28 consecutive days and enlisted researchers from across the country to assess those effects on the animals, beginning in 1970. A few German cockroaches that had been fed the lunar diet ended up in the laboratory of a woman uh, scientist, Marion Brooks, an entomologist at the University of Minnesota. She found no evidence that the moon dust was toxic to the cockroaches, according to an article in the Star Tribune of Minneapolis in 1969. When the experiment was ended... She took the dead cockroaches home along with some portion of the moon dust that was given to her. She passed away in 2017. When she passed away, her daughter sold the dead cockroaches and some little moon dust to someone. Her daughter says, I forgot how much I was paid. Then the person who bought those moon dust and dead cockroaches this past week put that up on eBay 
And uh, as of yesterday, those cockroaches and moon dust were at $40,000. Stop it. But then NASA heard about it and said, this is wrong. Those roaches and the moon dust is ours. So stop the sale. Who would possibly want that? (laughs) Well, people want the moon dust. I mean, that's... With the cockroaches. Well, the cockroaches have ingested... Have ingested... So disgusting. So they're valuable as well. But now NASA is uh, really sort of, they kept Proprietary. poor records. They kept poor records. Well, yeah, well, they, they taped over the original VHS. Oh, there's so much. I mean, they just, they didn't they have their act an, together. an organizational hand. All right, speaking about needing an organizational hand, uh, earlier this month, the Pest Informer, an extermination company, uh, offering $2,000, John, in exchange for releasing 100 cockroaches into your house. No, thank you. Yep, they're looking for five to seven houses across the U.S. Thirty-day study. They'll give you two grand if they can release a hundred cockroaches into your house and see what happens. Yes, no, two thousand. No, 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 no. Christy, two thousand. No. No. I lived in New York City. Yes. My first apartment at four forty-eight West Forty-ninth Street. In the evening, you'd go in, turn the light on. Man, those things would scatter. I know that sound. And they're all. I lived in South Oakland. I know it well. Same thing. What's the What's the figure? What's the figure? Yeah. What How you, much would they have to give you? N- nothing. I would I would refuse. I, I'm Christy, do you have a figure? No. No, I no hate way. them. I hate them so much. I hate them so much, They're too. Disgusting. No, forget it. I have to forget the whole company. I can't have anything to do with it. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.